Hello and welcome to Relational Peace University. I'm your host, Preston Yoder. I've been a pastor for eight years and I spent seven years studying the Bible, church leadership, and church history. Along the way, I studied a lot of human relationships. When I graduated from seminary, I found the experience of an other seminarian to apply to my own. In his words, they taught me the finer points of superlapsarian Calvinistic theology in seminary. I was prepared to discuss those with anyone. However, no one prepared me for the angry people that I would meet. In an effort to learn how to work productively in a local congregation with anger and all the other emotions that conflict triggers, I signed up for a week-long conflict resolution mediation skills training. It was life-changing. It was the best thousand dollars I ever spent. When the week began, the facilitator of that course had us arrange ourselves on a spectrum. Stand in this corner if conflict makes you sick to your stomach, he said. And in this corner, if you embrace conflict as the spice of life. I shrunk towards the sick to my stomach corner, but took a step or two away from the wall to try to keep a good face. The reality was conflict did make me sick to my stomach. I didn't like it. It made me uncomfortable. I wanted it to go away. I would do whatever it took immediately to resolve it. But I figured I had spent the time coming to this training so I could give myself a little credit. And instead of being against the wall or out the door, sick to my stomach, I could stand towards the middle ground. I was willing to talk about it. You're here because you're willing to talk about it. You're here because you want to learn about it. Whether you think conflict's a spice of life and you go into it wholeheartedly, but you may be just realizing that there's others who are not able to work well with you and you want to gain the insight to make yourself approachable, to be a better team player. Or perhaps you have things inside of you that you want to get out. You want to learn how to be productive with your opinions and your ideas in conflict. You've come to the right place. By the end of this week of training, my beliefs about conflict have been challenged and several of them have been changed. Sometime later, I watched a TED talk entitled, What Makes a Good Life? Lessons from the Longest Study on Happiness. And in this TED talk, Robert Waldinger describes the fruit of an 80-year study by Harvard University on hundreds of participants. The surprising finding is that our relationships and how happy we are in our relationships has a power influence on our health. Waldinger concluded, Taking care of your body is important, but tending to relationships is a form of self-care too. That, I think, is the revelation. The big takeaway from his talk for me was as follows. The single greatest factor in determining your health and happiness in life is the quality of your close relationships. Pause with that for a moment. Your close relationships are the single greatest factor in determining your health and happiness in life. Let that settle in. Don't rush by that thought. The quality of your life hangs on the quality of your close relationships. I encourage you to watch Waldinger's talk. If you do, you'll hear him explain that conflict is bad for our health. 
He's not talking about the little disagreements that might come up throughout the day that you can successfully talk through. He's talking about those issues that simmer, that boil, that remain unresolved, those personal tensions that leave you so conflicted that it sucks the joy out of your life. You've had those. I've had those. We've all had those. Conflicted relationships are bad for your health. Yet every relationship will inevitably have points of disagreement. They can turn into conflict. I've never met two people alike. My wife and I are not alike. My coworkers are not alike. The people that you meet are not like you. You're going to see things differently. You're going to have disagreements that could turn into conflict. So what's one to do? Isolate oneself from relationships? Bad news for you, that's not a good option either. If conflict makes you sick to your stomach, you might be tempted to withdraw from relationships. But before you head for a cabin on the top of a remote mountain to live off the grid with your dog Sparky, you might want to know another insight from this 80-year Harvard study. Loneliness kills. It's as powerful as smoking or alcoholism. Waldinger says that loneliness is not equated to being alone as one desires, but rather feeling more isolated than one wishes. It's possible to be in a room full of people and feel completely isolated. How? Because you have unresolved conflicts in the relationships. And that makes this not only possible to feel alone in the room full of people, but likely if the conflicts are progressing and escalating without the work of resolution. I'm starting this podcast because I believe that conflict resolution is a skill that you can learn and develop and practice. If the experience of being isolated or in a prolonged, conflicted relationship is one that you can relate to, I hope to give you practical insights that you can apply to resolve your conflict. This is designed to help you in your quest to pursue relational peace. As the scriptures say, so far as it depends upon you, live at peace with those around you. You'll never regret it.